Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up earlier today with Mike Hodgson, CEO of Sarabi Gold, listed here in London. Uh, we, they've raised some money recently, uh, about 12.5 million pounds, 17.5 million US. We asked him what he's going to do with it. Uh, plans to get Karinga over the line finally, uh, clean the balance sheet out. Uh, obviously, they've got to still focus on production at uh, Polito, but more excitingly, five drills uh, on expiration, which is I think going to change things for them dramatically in 2021. Uh, if you want to thoughts and opinions on some of those topics discussed, uh, the company itself, uh, and in fact, what their plans for 2021, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. We can also find detailed company reports and analysis as commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of commodities and companies. Truly insightful stuff there. Uh, training courses help you with your diligence process. We summarize other interviews that we've done to save you some time because we know you're busy. And if you want to join a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly, safe environment, free from trolling, judgment and abuse, um, you can go join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Mike, how are you doing, sir? Very well, thanks, Matt. And yourself? Holding up, holding up. Towards the end, towards the end of the week, I think I'm going to make it. That's the good news. Um, but we thought we'd better speak to you because we've seen a press release. You've been out raising money. We have, yes. We uh, we were out doing deal, non-deal marketing probably from the end of uh, January, uh, which uh, it just rolled into a deal marketing. We, had, we found appetite. Uh, people really like the story. Uh, we, 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 we did a lot of accounts. We got a lot of meetings, completely chalk and cheese to deal mar- non-deal marketing last year. And uh, yeah, we, I think we just uh, we found a good moment and people really liked the story. They, they appreciated. We made a lot of progress despite a tough year with pandemic. You know, we uh, not only did we, we had with our what work we had done exploration wise, et cetera, we moved forward. And I think uh, people still saw uh, the value um, in the company and uh, how undervalued we are and where we could be um, and the progress, what we have been doing, mate, particularly with Coringa, I think people saw the value proposition. So we quickly turned non-deal marketing into deal marketing and uh, yeah, we got it away and uh, we missed um, a very uh, useful amount of money, which is going to make our lives uh, much improved. Well, okay, I do want to talk about what you're going to use, use the proceeds because this is it's got to be applied to you know a growth story that I guess that's what people are buying into. But talk to me about the the deal for us. So, how much have you got new investors in? Was it from old investors? I mean, who, tell me about that side of things first. Uh, gen, a bit of a mix, but generally new investors, which is really good because one of the things that we do have is a tightly held structure in our shares. So to get new investors in there was great, actually. So the vast majority came from new investors. Uh, that said, you know our existing two big shareholders, uh, Greenstone participated, uh, uh, and uh, Fratelli did not. Um, no, that doesn't be by any means they're not supportive at all. Uh, they had a big position, 32%, and they do recognise that that's actually not helpful to us. So they, with their blessing, uh, they they stood this one out, which means they've come down to the low 20s as well. So that's that's ideal. Uh, we had a couple of other small investors that um, uh, invested, uh, and we've got some really nice, good names that have come in, which I also can't mention yet because we've not um, settled. But um, people will see uh, in time that we've got some good names in there, and we've got quite a lot of sort of uh, quite uh, – People with small positions, like half a percent. So I think it's really going to help our um, our free float and our liquidity and uh, going forward, which is uh, you know probably held us back a little bit in the past. So hopefully that's going to be uh, 
uh, moving in the right direction. Okay, so I just want to be clear for people, 17.5 million USD or about 12.5 million pounds sterling in real money. Um, why, why now? What, what were you trying to achieve? I, I get you want to be able to spend some money on the, on the projects, but was it a case of clearing, cleaning up the balance sheet? Um, I think one word describes it, and I would say it's ambition. Simple as that. We have had a, we've got a great story. Uh, the value proposition is, is doubling our production with Coringa. It's, it's an easy build. Uh, you know, the team that built, it's the same type of deposit as Coringa, as Polito. The process plant is already there to be assembled. We're in the final stages of permitting. Through the pandemic year, we made great strides with permitting. We got the mining license. We got uh, all the other licenses. The only license we're short of, which we're working on now, is the, uh, the license to basically assemble the process plan. So, and it's going to cost us $25 million more or less to put to double our production from go from 40 to 80,000 ounces. The team that built Polito will be the team that builds Coringa. It's, it's about as easy a build lowest cost you could have so you know it's it's really significant for us so the real value proposition for most people that came into the story was that but then on top of that we actually have uh, i think as well i think you agree to a terrific exploration portfolio uh in in the polito complex as well as coringa and i we always talk about coringa um as you know building a mine but that mine can be so much bigger we've got a lot of exploration upside at coringa to actually increase the production there and remember the process plant at Coringa when it's assembled will be a hungry plant the mine that we're going to develop will be smaller than that process plant can take so it's very well placed to receive more exploration success and production increase at Polito you'll recall when we've spoken in the past we've we've actually had uh exploration has got sort of sort of stunted or or delayed in the past because we've you know, we've funded our life from cash flow from since I don't know when, really. Um, and we, I, I think, you know, we've taken debt along the way. And, you know, we've always been looking over our shoulder. And I've been worrying 50% of my time, you know, where's the cash? What's the cash flow like? What's the gold price? What's the exchange rate? We try and start an exploration program. We then have to slow it down because we're worried about the cash flow. And, and last year was the first year where we actually had cash and along came the pandemic and that kind of derailed us. And then the cash that was going to go for an exploration went to actually pay for Coringa out of cash flow. So every time exploration kind of gets stalled. Now, what this money will do will allow us to do three things. One, we are now, as I just said, talking about Coringa first. We actually have the mining license in place so we can we can. And we have the final rec uh, acquisition payments to pay uh, Equinox, the previous operator. So one, we will actually pay for Coringa once and for all. It'll be 100% our asset. Two, that'll actually catalyze and allow us to start the underground development, begin that underground mine at Coringa sooner than we actually originally planned. Getting underground makes a ton of sense. It allows us to actually uh, look at the ore bodies, the greenfield sites. We'll see the ore body in, in, you know, in 3D for the first time. I think that's going to be really important because we can, first of all, I think we can optimize the mining methodology once we see the ore body. We can actually take a bulk sample to actually see if we can prove the process flow sheet. And I think most importantly, we will fund the bulk of the Coringa build out of cash flow and debt. And if, if we need the debt, of course, but we don't intend to do any more equity, it'll be out of cash flow and, and borrowing. Getting underground was, is going to be an important step in actually getting the debtors more comfortable 
uh, they want to see development. They want to, you know, and it'll de-risk it. So it makes it makes it's. A, I say it's a passport to a better debt deal. That's what I. That's what I think. Getting started there. Other uses of proceeds, we will actually delay the. Uh, sorry, we will uh, pay off and um, retire the Greenstone convertible loan. So that's gone. So debt sheet, the debt's gone. The the acquisition payments occurring has gone. So we're a clean balance sheet. Lovely, and the. Last part of the component, but the most important part, possibly, or very important part of it, is the exploration. We can ring fence $5 million for Polito Complex exploration in 2021. And that's something which I wanted to do for I don't know how long. And, you know, we've now got it and we're going to spend, we're going to have a very aggressive 30 odd thousand meter exploration program going on in, in Polito in the next uh, 10, 12 months. And we've got uh, many, many opportunities to go for. It's quite focused. Um, two thirds of it's going to be focused on mine site uh, resource growth. The all bodies at Polito and at Sao Chico are completely open. They're open along strike. They're open naturally. We can grow resources pretty easily, I believe, and, and find more of the same. So that's going to be one of our big objectives. We saw recently we acquired the area called Sao Domingos. That's near Sao Chico. So I grouped those areas together as one part and we've got Polito as well and I think that the main objective is at Polito we've got a half a million ounce resource and we've got a process plant with ore sorting that actually uh, allow uh, is a, a 50,000 ounce producer we know with with exploration we're going to grow resources I think quite uh, quite successfully and quite aggressively and the question is where because we've got to decide how we're going to actually treat those ounces so we, we, the whole purpose of the exploration is to grow resources uh, and then have a, a, big, a, bigger, um, a bigger operation. But the question will be, do we expand the Polito plant? Do we put a Polito, another plant down at South Chico? Only these questions will be answered with the drill bit. So that's why this drilling is so important. If we don't do it, we'll just be sitting asking the same question year on year. And that's it. So that's the, that's, you know, it, it's an ambition. We're driven by an ambition to grow the company organically in Polito and, and, and quickly. I, I like the word that you're using, ambition, because it seems to me you probably had that before, but with cash constraints, et cetera, you just weren't able to deliver it. It was kind of like treading water a little bit, if, if I may use that analogy. Um, I would say this, though. Do you, do, well, let me ask you this. Do you think that the uh, Karinga components, in terms of doubling the, the answers, has already been factored into your current value? Is, is, that a, is that a fair thing to say? Partly, but if you look at us to other, there aren't many 40,000 ounce peers out there, but we're trading at a discount to the other 40, 30 to 50,000 ounce producers out there. So I would say no, or a little bit, certainly not enough. Uh, and I think uh, so as soon as we actually do start uh, uh, sort of moving that forward and getting underground and achieving some of these milestones, I think we'll begin to see that re-rating. I really do. Uh, we certainly uh, deserve it. And I and I then and then go to the next level when you when we get Karinga into production, we're producing eighty thousand ounces. Uh, again, you know, I, I think we should be trading sort of five times what we are today. And uh, look, I, I, as a comparison, you can look at Jaguar in Brazil. They're a company do operate two underground mines, um, and uh, they're trading at something like eight times us at the moment. Uh, now I know they have a, a you know perhaps a, a more liquid shareholder base, but at the end of the day, they're mining three grams underground at nearly 1,000 vertical meters, we're mining six to eight grams, and all of our deposits are within 250 meters from surface. So 
do the maths. <laughs> In a way, I think we're, 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 we are great value uh, compared to, uh, well, not compared to, but if you compare us to Jaguar, uh, I think we are really trading at a, uh, a, well, a great opportunity, for a greater Great value proposition. Okay, I, I hear. I hear what you're saying in, in terms of valuation. You know, I think a, a good CEO must must talk that story. But that's quite a good comp for people to look at um, as well. That brings me back to the expression. You're right. You said it earlier. You think I do because I think we've talked about it on previous occasions. I think the expiration potential here is huge, and that's why I see. Well, certainly we when we've looked at this, the growth potential here in terms of the value is in the drill bit. You've got a lot of good stuff around there. So how, do you, how are you going to portion this capital in terms of dollar terms or meter terms so people get a sense of the scale of the exploration component? And I'll come to, we'll, we'll, we'll come to what, you, what you're doing um, elsewhere in a minute, but just, just talk exploration for me. How are you viewing this? Well, most of our we're, 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 we're going to drill this year. It's good. Last year, we did more sort of reconnaissance work, but this year's drilling. And we're going to, we've got three rigs drilling, and we're going to be drilling 30,000 meters at least in, 20, in, the, in the next uh, 10 months. Okay. So uh, that's pretty aggressive um, for a company of our size to drill that much and keep going like that. And we are focusing in four areas, really. Uh, mine sites around Polito, where we've got open ended ore bodies. We're going to sort of fill in the blanks and really. Literally, I think Polito can go from a one kilometer strike length to three kilometers. Great, easy, walk up, resource expansion. More of the same, admittedly. Sao Chico, again, completely enveloped by uh, targets, intersections or anomalies. So again, it's all there on the, on the table to be taken. And that's it. And Sao, I include Sao Domingos in there too. So again, we'll be spending six of the five million dollars. We'll be spending approximately two thirds of that on resource growth, what I call head frame exploration in and around where we've actually got our current activity. So we'll be very well positioned to actually turn those exploration success into resource ounces and ultimately into production ounces. Um, we then have a, but then if you remember on our um, exploration portfolio that we kind of did an airborne survey in 2018, and uh, we have between Polito and Sao Chico a very exciting uh, area. And uh, one thing that's really resonated with shareholders, uh, new, old and new, uh, in all our presentations, is the Tapajos is a really evolving place. You know, the access has improved no end. Uh, we've grid power is improving, access is improving. And we've seen companies like Anglo-American and Nexa pour into the region, grabbing ground. And actually, about eight, a year ago, just before the pandemic really hit, we had Anglo-American and, and RTZ come to site. And they were really, really excited about the the uh, airborne survey that we did in our own backyard. And we actually have a big east-west feature, which is about 30 kilometers long of this area of high magnetism, high magnetic anomaly. It's got an electromagnetic anomaly all over it, too. We've got coincidental high copper-gold geochemistry. And they're saying that's exactly what we're looking for, because we're here looking for porphyry gold deposits. They'd had great success in Alta Floresta in finding porphyry gold deposits in the same rocks, the same age, discounted the myth that these rocks were too old to find porphyry gold deposits. They found them. So they're in the tap just now looking for exactly that. And I think the greatest endorsement that they've given us is they've actually followed our formula, our recipe for exploration by flying airborne geophysics in all the areas where they've actually um, uh, where they've acquired. They wanted a JV, our regional exploration straight away. We've actually 
you know, keep them at bay for the time being because we fancy having a go at this. So we are, we've just to say, we've done a lot of ground geochemistry and one of the, and geophysics, and we've, we've got one in our exploration efforts in 2021, we've got one area called Calico, uh, which we put a press release out on about a week ago, 10 days ago, which has got a really exciting two kilometer by two kilometer geochemical anomaly. It's got a lovely coincidental um, airborne magnetic anomaly. It's got great geophysics, terrestrial geophysics anomaly all together. Um, it's it's great. It looks really great. And uh, look, I know there are anomalies, but honestly, on the face of it, it looks very, very similar, if not better, uh, to as Polito looked before it was ever started. And Polito, as I say, we now know what, you know, it's been a, uh, with including what's mined and what's left, it's a sort of 700,000 ounce deposit. But I think this deposit sits right on the edge, this, sorry, this target sits right on the edge of that big magnetic anomaly. And that is, we think we could be moving away. Well, we, we're, we, our model is, we think we could be finding something with a bit more scale, near surface, bulk mineable, which would be a real game changer for Sarabi. And if, if we do get good results at Calico, we then got that whole magnetic high, which is like 30 kilometers long. And we've got numerous Calicos along that, just the Calico is the nearest one to get to, and it's right next to Polito. So if we do, you know, it's obviously makes a lot of sense to start there. So it's, it's kind of our test area. Uh, we hope we're going to find more. So, you know, I don't think, I just want to kind of get across that we're not just about chasing veins for the rest of our lives. You know, we are looking for the bulk, the scale, the open pit. And of course that mechanic, you know, mechanized and large scale mining ultimately brings our cost profile down should we ever turn them into mines. So that's obviously our uh, our objective. So our exploration effort is a, a blend of resource growth, continuing and doing more of what we do, but also making discoveries on on things with more scale, which would be you know most uh, beneficial for us. Okay, and the reason the reason I asked you earlier whether you think you're fully valued with the you know Karinga asset and the, and the ability to double your answers is because there's. I think there's an expectation that that's going to happen. You, you have cleaned up your balance sheet. You got rid of the Sprott debt. You, you know, you, you dealt with uh, Greenstone as well. Obviously, continue to be a shareholder, but um, you've done that tidying up. You have been talking about Karinga for a long time, and now it's the point you you can get it over the table. You can get it to be 100% fully owned and get you know get in in there and work out what you've got. I think people expect you to do that because you've been talking about it for a long time. I think what they're they're wanting to hear, and I think we'll be excited to hear, is this aggressive, ambitious drill program on the exploration, right? But three drills doesn't sound like a lot. That doesn't sound ambitious to me. Have you got the capability to deliver on that word on the exploration? I was actually, funnily enough, I was, I was, I was on our exploration managers in Australia at the moment and uh, stuck there, unfortunately. But I was uh, and our Brazilian guy, and we uh, we <laughs> haven't told the CFO yes, this yet. But we're uh, we're going to make we're going to make three rigs five. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the place to tell the CFO. Uh, no. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. We're, Clive. We're, we're, Clive. It, it was Mike's idea. Okay. So well, that's that's that is aggressive. That is ambitious. Um, and what and what do you plan to do with those extra two rigs? I mean, is that just more of the same, or have you got more targets? Just get through them faster. I mean, they, they literally are. Uh, we just want, we, you know, we, 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 there are just, it's just 
even with three rigs, it's just going to be, it's just going to take time. And we, 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 we've got certain areas where it's not like, it's not like a results driven sort of, I mean, in some areas, it's got to be a bit of a results driven process. You can't just throw rigs at it and waste meters. Else otherwise you drill non, non drill ready meters. But certainly at Polito, it, it, it's defined and we've got a lot of drilling there to do. And, um, you know, regardless, not regardless of the results, but you almost, you, the drill, the drill program's defined. So you just need to get rigs in there, just knocking them off. So we'll certainly put more drilling capacity down there. And on the areas which are more drill defined, uh, we can actually uh, go at the normal pace. So that, that's the idea, just to actually be in a better position sooner in terms of results. And is that, are you very cognizant of the, I appreciate gold's come off a bit, right? So I think in a way, gold companies are getting a little bit of a reprieve in terms of that pressure to deliver like they did last year when gold was running away. But at the same time, there's an expectation that you continue telling a growth story and that you've been really focused on, oh, we've delivered X ounces, we've drilled, you know, in, into like your existing assets. Do you think that this, uh, enhanced, ambitious drill program will give you the sorts of headlines you haven't really been capable of delivering for the past two or three years. Yeah, I mean, I've told the guys that, you know, I want to generate a press release every month, a drill press release every month. That's that's the objective. I mean, we, we want to uh, make sure that we keep the drills turning and uh, like five, four rigs will mean three are working, let's say. And inevitably, we're in a, a remotish place and it is the wet season. So, you know, you've always got to factor that in. But... Uh, you know, it, it, it's yeah. We, we want to have news flow. That's the whole. That's the whole point. Once a month, we're going to get good news flow coming out, all being well, and uh, keep uh, keep the story uh, evolving. That's it. And at the same time, we're going to have obviously uh, progress at, at Karinga getting started, getting underground. Always an exciting time. You know, July August, we hopefully will be in the mine. You know, the portal started and actually breaking rock and uh, hitting the uh, the first vein. You know. A month or so afterwards, and at the same time, getting that installation license to start the uh, uh, to start assembly of the process plant. But the expiration effort, yes, good news flow monthly. That's, I, that's I, the see, I, I, I could just remind myself while you were talking there. It's like when we first interviewed you, we, we liked the story, the momentum, the honesty, uh, and, and the rigor to it. And you traveled in price. So just to remind myself, you guys traveled in price in that first 12 months that we followed you. And then COVID hits Brazil. The momentum was stopped. Do you think this is now, this financing is going to allow you to kind of kick off that momentum again? Is that what you're hoping for? Well, we're, we're, last year was kind of just like a, a, a dead year because we, we lost the, you know, the expiration. We were going to do 30 odd thousand meters last year and we were going to use our cash flow to do it because we, we, we've got another funding option to deal with, with Equinox. Uh, but then the drilling didn't happen and we didn't take the funding option, the convertible loan to pay for Equinox. We used the cash flow instead. So it, we didn't waste the money. We used the money. We used cash flow gold produced to actually buy Coringa. I mean, I think that's great news for shareholders. Very admirable. But we are basically now where we where we almost wanted to be a year ago. And, uh, well, you know, it's all still to play for, isn't it? That's the that's the good thing. It is, and I think the the one okay, COVID knocked you, but I think the one good thing in all of this is the uh, Real has uh, remained weak. So that's in that your is favor. true. I mean, gold is 
but like you make a very good point. Gold is off, but uh, we've uh, we've started the year well. We ended the year last year back to normal, pretty much December. November was not a bad month. December was our best month since February. January was our best month on top of that. Uh, so January, February, and March, we haven't got we've well we're completing now, but we're ahead of budget already. Uh, um, at the end of February, we're we're already ahead of budget. Go, go. So yes, we're we're looking good for a. Uh, of being ahead of budget before the end of Q1. And the important thing is, you're right, the gold price in REIs is still very positive. I know, I know the sentiment is, well, gold's not terrific at the moment, uh, but, but from an operational perspective, 85, 90% of our costs in REIs, it's just fine. So it's, uh, you know, we're not, uh, you know, again, the operation's doing, doing just fine. Okay, Mike. Well, I appreciate your time. I just wanted to pick up on, on that announcement because it was, it was a big chunk of change. Um, to go out raising, and I think you know, wanted to understand the thinking. Um, also, been you know, looking at the sort of market feedback, and it seems, it seems to be they're, they're sitting back waiting for you to tell us what yeah, you're going to well, do with you it. Know, a, lot, a, a lot of people say, "Well, when do you ever know when is the perfect time to go to the market?" You know, um, it, it's it's crystal ball gazing. But at the end of the day, we've done this raise at a higher price than the previous raise. Um, it wasn't as high as it could have been, but you know, at the end of the day. Um, let's say it could be a very good bit of business and we can we can move on we're not going to sit there you know treading water as you said uh, due to uh, worrying about uh, you know uh, um, funding all of these programs so we can fund you know we can now fund all three at the same time get them all done move the company forward clean balance sheet debt free drive on thank you for listening if you've enjoyed the interview why not subscribe to Cruxcast? or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.